Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Driver Podcast. My name is James Rea. I write an automotive column for Bay Area News Group, which is the San Jose Mercury and the East Bay Times in Walnut Creek. And I edit and publish the website, theweeklydriver.com. Been online since 2004. My longtime friend and co-host is Bruce Aldrich. And today we have on a special guest who's going to talk about his expertise in the automotive world. Uh, his name is Mark O'Dell, and I'm going to read a little bio about Mark. I don't, we've never met before, but um, he's a 25-year mechanic and auto expert, and he, he's on the platform called Just Answer, and it's an on-demand platform, and Mark is going to take us through a bunch of different areas, all kinds of things. The automotive world changes every five minutes or so. So, Mark, thanks for being available uh, to be our guest today. Good morning. Good morning. Absolutely. Glad to be here. Thank you. Mark, could you, I guess a good place to start today was, could you just tell us a little bit about Just Answer and how it works and, and how you got involved? Oh, you bet. Uh, Just Answer is a website that our founder, Andy Kurtzik, uh, developed a while back uh, to get people in touch with experts in their fields for different questions that they might have about uh, all kinds of different uh, areas, uh, from auto mechanics to veterinary services to uh, health care. We do uh, some legal services and computer repair as well, all kinds of different categories that that we offer. I've been with uh, Just Answer for, well, maybe going on about two years now, two and a half years. Yes. In the uh, car car repair category. And... uh, uh, just been loving it ever since I started with them. Mark, I was looking at your uh, back to your bio again. It says you're a technical hotline engineer in the past for Ford and Chrysler. I'd never heard of one. Is that to help out the the dealer network to if they have a problem? What is a technical hotline engineer? Oh yes, you're absolutely right there. I worked with uh, both the uh, the Ford Motor Company and the, the Chrysler. Uh, well, I, I guess they're still Atlantis now, but uh, I worked with both our technical hotlines there in uh, Dearborn and, and Detroit. Uh, and it's just like you say there, that's the dealer network uh, where the, the dealer technicians call in if they need assistance or uh, special permissions for warranty work or uh, technical information for making repairs. Uh, I worked with uh, both of those hotlines probably for a year, a couple years uh, at a time. And uh, that was awesome, just getting to help everybody out across the country or even the world. In, in some cases, uh, we'd get uh, you know, quite a few calls from overseas or Europe and uh, the Asian markets. You must really have to figure out who you're talking to as far as technical answers because, you know, trained mechanics versus a guy like me calling in to help me change my alternator or something. You have to get at their level to answer a question, I'm imagining. In some cases, yeah. It just kind of depends on, well, like you say, who you're speaking with and what you're talking about as far as maybe how technical or non-technical you need to get in certain cases. If it's, uh, uh, you know, a dealer technician that's uh, got specific measurements and and specifications ready to go, uh, that type of stuff, of course, you need to be uh, uh, real technical at, the, at, at times like that, but, uh, dealing with, you know, say the general public or, uh, asking a general question, 
as far as, uh, you know, what should I look for in a certain case or what kind of things can I do to make this better, you know, might not necessarily need to be so, so technical in cases like that, but, uh, it just kind of, like you say, depends on who you're speaking with and what you're talking about and, and, uh, just having a regular conversation sometimes, you know? Sure. The, um, we were originally supposed to talk to you. It would have been more ideal, I guess, the perfect situation prior to the July 4th weekend, which is obviously a very traffic-heavy time of the year. But summertime travel is still, you know, very uh, a, lot of, a lot of people on the highways and back roads and everywhere. So there are some general interest things that you can help us with. And do you get a lot of questions about uh, how often should I change my oil? What about tire pressure? Uh, filters, um, octane of gas. What are some of the general interest things that you might share with us that are just good overall knowledge for somebody who's going on a family vacation? Well, we've been getting quite a, a wide range of questions at Just Answer lately from, just like you say, they're from uh, uh, different maintenance tips, routines or intervals to uh, specific diagnostic questions. Like I've got this code, what, what do I need to look for? What should I do about it? Or how do I test the wiring here in this case? Um, it seem to be uh, getting a, a, a wide range. A lot of people are asking um, about, you know, how we can get better fuel mileage. What, what can I do to save gas or save money on gas? Uh, a lot of those questions seem to come into, uh, you know, a lot of maintenance-type uh, recommendations, making sure that your cars are are well-maintained and as uh, uh, clean or, and efficient as possible as far as the engine and the drivetrain goes. So, yeah, definitely definitely seeing a, uh, this is our busy season right here, uh, summertime. Like you were saying, everybody's out driving around right now. So uh, you seem to see quite a bit, uh, a higher uh, level or number of questions coming in at this time. I would think gas mileage is probably at the top of a lot of people's lists. What do you think of the accuracy of the fuel mileage gauges that are built into cars? How are the, How is that number computed, and how accurate do you think it is? I would say that it's fairly accurate. Uh, if I had to guess as far as a percentage, I would say it's got to be at least 70 to 90% accurate. I don't think that they're 100% accurate because you're not able to fully calculate for all of the conditions that might be present as far as temperature, road speeds, uh, engine load, uh, air density, all kinds of different factors that might play into the actual economy that you're getting from the fuel. But I think that they're pretty accurate. Uh, they seem to work off of uh, the, the, the engine computers have an algorithm that they use that monitors all of those different sensor inputs and then calculates based on your road speed and your throttle angle or, you know, how uh, lead-footed you might be at certain times, if you will, uh, you know, what, uh, what you might be expecting as far as what the, uh, what the fuel mileage that you're getting at that time. Okay. There's all kinds of different factors that play into that as far as, you know, your, uh, even your... Uh, tire pressure, the uh, the temperature on that particular day, whatever type of road you're driving on, if it's mostly uphill driving, those type of things. But I think those gauges are pretty accurate. They give everybody a real good idea, a pretty good idea, you know, of uh, just how close you are to that, that gas mileage and 
especially, you know, when I think might be running a bit low on you there with the uh, low fuel warnings that most of them seem to have now. Sure. Seem yeah. to work out pretty good. I've always thought that they're 10, 15% optimistic to put a smile on your face, but I really don't know that. Mm-hmm. Well, we're all just trying to do the best that we can anyway, I suppose, with, uh, you know, what. It's uh, it's just trying to do the best that you can to uh, to get as good a mileage as you can. You might be right with being fifteen percent optimistic, you know, but um, it seems uh, it seems they do a pretty decent job. Um, I'm just trying to think of uh, of ways that uh, we can make these fuels and these engines a little bit more efficient for everybody. Uh, that we might be able to get even better mileage at some t- point in time. But sure. uh, we keep an eye on those gauges there. That uh, They seem to do a pretty good job. Sure. Um, another question, because you're sort of in, or you were involved at sort of the corporate level um, in manufacturers. What do you think, uh, through the years, It's I think they have a quite a big investment in higher miles per gallon. Now that we're getting close to the end of the, or possibly close to the end of the fossil fuel era, are they? Is there much investment in MPG anymore? Do you know? My, I, I don't know personally. I was I was uh, involved in, at the corporate level as far as uh, uh, training repairmen in the in the in the plants in the uh-huh. assembly plants. As far as where their investments or where they're, uh, you know, uh, proportioning their money or their uh, allotments right now, I'm not really privy to any of that type of information. But I, I think that everybody's doing as best as they can with uh, uh, trying to make the motors and the, the vehicles as efficient as possible. Um, of course, there's maybe always a little bit more that we could do or, or maybe even expect from some of these things. But uh, it seems more of the transition today is into the electric vehicles trying to get away from, you know, like you were saying, some of the, the, the fossil fuels and move into some, some fuels that might be a little bit more efficient or um, um, uh, cost-effective for using, if you will. Sure. Do you get- I, I, would assu- I would assume maybe they're putting most of their uh, investment or their attention towards uh, those type of areas right now. Mark, do you get people asking you your opinion? For example, uh, last week uh, as a reviewer, I had a chance for the first time, and, and Bruce drew, drove it as well, the the Ford Lightning, the, the new Ford Electric, all-electric pickup truck. Do you get people asking your opinion on if they've never experienced an electric vehicle, or maybe they've never even experienced a hybrid vehicle? Do you get asked about your thoughts on whether it's a good idea, and um, uh, have you recommended it one way or the other? Oh, yes, sir. We get a lot of questions or or seem to be getting quite a few more questions like that over at Just Answer uh, as far as the experts' uh, recommendations and opinions of uh, of the electric vehicles. I'm all for them myself. I like the Lightning. I like the Teslas. I like the Priuses. I've had quite a uh, a couple Priuses now Mm -hmm. uh, and sure sure like the looks of the Lightning. I think it's the way to go myself, but... uh, there's a transitional period, I think, that everybody's kind of looking at right now as far as what the best way to go is. Do we stay with the fossil fuels? Do we go to the electrics? I think it's trying to find a, a happy medium in between there of transitioning to 
the different types of fuels that might not uh, put a strain on uh, everybody or uh, things as as much as some of them are, I guess. Uh, you know, if there's price wars for oil or for gas, or if it comes in short supply at certain times, it it seems to affect everybody. Of course, I think uh, I think we're trying to find a, a happy medium towards moving into some uh, some energy supplies or fuels that are maybe a little bit better for for everybody. Sure. But we're definitely getting a, definitely getting a lot of questions about the electric vehicles. I'm I'm all for them there. Uh I think they offer more power, more efficiency, uh a better economy of course and and lower maintenance as well. Uh won't need to be changing oil as uh, near as often on these type of things uh or uh, replacing or servicing different drivetrain parts. I'm all for them. I think they're awesome. We're about halfway through our podcast, and I wanted to reiterate that we're speaking with Mark O'Dell. He's a 25-year mechanic, and he's an expert on the Internet platform Just Answer. Um, Mark, could you tell us a little bit more about how the platform works? I'm a layperson. I have a question about my car. How does this, how does this service work? What does the public do to, um, to zap your expertise? Well, first thing you do is go to JustAnswer.com and get signed up for a membership. After that point, you'll be able to ask any type of question that uh, in our categories that you have and then get linked up with an expert that will be able to uh, uh, provide the information that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, we've, been, we've been around for oh, a little bit more than you know uh, 10 years, I believe, now. I've only been with, the, with them for a couple of years now, but... It's amazing the amount of information that you can pick up, the amount of different uh, experts that you can interact with, and uh, just the answers that you can get 24-7. Is it, that's pretty exciting. That's an exciting uh, is it a monthly? Idea. Is it based on a monthly fee that a person pays? Oh, yes, sir, it is. Yeah. It's a subscription service that we offer. Gotcha. So there'll be a, a, a initial sign-up fee, and then it's a monthly uh, membership fee after that. Gotcha. All kinds of different plans that uh, that we offer. So there's all kinds of. Uh, I'm sure that there's a plan for uh, for everybody out there. So if I'm a shade tree mechanic and I really enjoy working and getting the right answers from Mark O'Dell, can I request you, or is it whoever pops up? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, once you get signed up to the website. You'll see a, a selection or a different a list of all the experts that are on there in the different categories, and you can pick out whoever oh, okay. you want to work with. Sure. That's and then one. once you get once you get a, associated or accompanied or familiar with a certain expert or even uh, multiple experts, you can you can pick and choose who you want to work with or request who you want to work with. That uh, uh, you you just uh, Handle it however you want to do it. You know, if you want to work with this person at this time, we'll make it happen. I see. Another generalized question regarding uh, hybrid cars and battery life. Um, Take a typical Prius that's maybe a 2010 model. Um, As as the car ages, as the battery degrades, your gas mileage drops, I'm assuming. And, And what kind of drop? Are we talking, and when do you have to replace the battery? Or how do you determine that the battery needs replacement? In the Prius? Yes. 
Well, there might be a couple different ways to monitor the battery. The best way to check the batteries in the Prius is the older ones, like that. Well, and, and the newer ones too, is with the scan tool. The the computer diagnostics on the cars are are awesome to the point that if there's any problems with the battery or the drivetrain, anything that's going to affect your fuel mileage or operation of the vehicle, it's going to turn on some warning lights for you there. Everybody talks about the uh, red triangle yes, uh, on the Priuses. So if you were to happen to see that red triangle, you would instantly know that there's something going on with either the battery or just the high voltage system in general and and want to get it looked at at that point there when the batteries wear the older priuses still uh well still had or or it did have the uh nickel metal hydride batteries as compared to the lithium ions now they would wear over time i guess i'm not sure if wear is the right term or not but uh they would degrade i guess over time of course and need to be replaced or or serviced, uh, rejuvenated or recharged. But the, the the diagnostics and the computer systems are are to the point where they'll they'll let you know if there's any type of issues to worry about or look for. But like you were saying, they do when they degrade, they put a a bit more load on the engine, trying to either recharge or uh, uh, keep the uh, high voltage system supplied, and that'll that'll start to uh, pull your fuel mileage down as, as that battery wears out. But okay. it'll give you some kind of indication of some things to look at. And the, the warranties that they still have on the batteries and the, um, the, uh, the battery exchange services that are out there now really make it easy for, for owning and maintaining, uh, you know, the electric vehicles nowadays. Yeah, that's good to hear. Mark, as we're as we're talking to you, I was kind of leafing through some of the uh, experts, and um, I was taken aback a little bit. Uh, I should have looked at this before. Uh, for example, there's a gentleman away from your world, a, a guy called Legal Eagle. He's had fifty thousand nine hundred and twenty-four satisfied customers. Here's a woman who's a vet, uh, Rebecca. She said twenty-seven thousand seven hundred. There's a woman who's um, an appraiser for Christie's Auction House. 32,000 people have got help from her. There's a guy, Benji, who is a support engineer. He's had just under 5,000 uh, people uh, have come to him for expertise. Where are you in your, um, I'm going to say the word career, if you don't mind, um, with Just Answer? What kind of um, totals do you have, if you don't mind sharing? And can you maybe give us an example of something that might have um, even thrown an expert for a little bit of a curve, something that you weren't familiar with? Have you had any of those where you had to scratch your head a little bit and, and uh, figure it out? Oh, you bet. We've got all kinds of experts on the site there. Some of them have been around since the beginning, of course. Uh, so they've been able to help uh, or have helped out, you know, thousands, tens of thousands, maybe even getting close to uh, hundreds of thousands of people uh, individually. Uh, we've got people available 24-7, dealing with all kinds of different categories, uh, providing, you know, expert opinions, expert insight, and advice for all kinds of different topics there. Uh, I'm sure there's probably not much that could really throw us for a loop uh, with as many people as we have working on the website and as much knowledge and experience that uh, everybody's accumulated and able to offer. Um, but if there is any type of questions like that that might come up that are, you know, uh, either uh, just tough to, 
tough to, you know, uh, figure out or, or whatnot, we can, what we'll do is, uh, we'll opt out of a question and offer that up to the rest of the experts, uh, just to get you the information and the, uh, the, the answer that you're looking for. So how about, I'm, how about I'm you personally? Sure have you had any, any, I, anything stumped I, you? I, well, yes and no, I guess. Sometimes it comes down to Sound uh, like you're stumped. either getting, <laughs> getting all the information that you need. Yes. Sometimes is, is going back and forth and trying to get all the information that you need to be able to provide a, a definite answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as far as cars go, I'm sure you guys have worked on enough of them uh, for long enough now that, man, every once in a while there is just that one that comes around that it's like, it was doing this for this long, and now it's just not doing it anymore. What yes. was going on? And it's, I don't know. There's no codes. There's no clues. I'm not sure. Every once in a while, you'll get one of them, but sure. not very often, you know. Usually, we got somebody that's seen just about everything and can provide, uh, you know, a hint or some advice or, you know, uh, hey, try this out or, hey, look at this or, oh, yeah, I've seen that for, uh, you know, I've seen that before. Uh, you you, you got to do this with it, you know. So I'm mm-hmm. sure there's probably not too much out there that, that might stump us. But every once in a while, yeah, you'll get one of those. And it's like, boy, I, I just don't know. Mm-hmm. It's I, not doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. No gremlins. I, I understand those things. One other uh, yes, er, area that uh, I saw on your website is sort of examples of how people are, are given answers. And I, what I thought was really cool was some of the people have uh, put links right in their answer. So, like, I don't know how to buy a left-handed widget uh, for my 72 olds. And you guys would, uh, or somebody sometimes would actually give them a link to a, uh, a parts house that has that item, and that would really be helpful. Yes, sir. Um, in the car repair category, well, in all of our categories, we try, to, we try to do as much as we can to give you the information or the advice or um, logistics, whatever it is that you're looking for. You know, it's uh, it, hard to find parts we have some different sources or maybe can come up with some different ideas of places to look at that some people might not be aware of or, um, you know, provide a video, uh, um, information or, or help in some cases, you know, instead of, uh, trying to describe something over text message is, Hey, here's a, a, a video you can look at that'll show you exactly, you know, how to do this or, or what to look for that type of thing or, or where to put your meter leads. Uh, you know, for testing in some cases and all like that. Just We just try to provide as much information and as much assistance and customer service as we can so that, uh, you know, we'll keep you coming back and you're going to get the answer that you're looking for and the customer service that you expect. Do you ever talk to people, um, you know, on a landline type setting or Zoom, or is it all in the uh, uh, keyboard realm? We're at the point now where we offer all kinds of different services as far as video uh, telecommunications in some cases with uh, uh, different experts on the site there. Uh, we're working into where, um, you know, Zoom calls would be uh, um, offered on all different memberships, I believe. Uh, they're, they're offered in some cases uh, at, at this point, but we offer uh, video services, text message, email, uh, phone services, um, Whatever we can do, if we can send you links to a video to watch that'll help you get it fixed, or 
or figure out what it is that we need to do with it, uh, that's what that's what we're here for. Whatever Sounds we great. can do to help. Yeah, sometimes yeah. in in, in auto, automobile reviews, I rely on these words reliability and versatility. It sounds that that works for uh, for just answer. You guys do it in every way possible. That's uh, I didn't realize that. So that's that's a great service. Um, YouTube. Well, we is, sure try to. Yeah. Sure, YouTube is a great. Uh, I mean, you can fix anything with YouTube. The problem is there's you know 25 uh, videos on whatever it is you're looking for. You don't know which one is the correct one. That's right. That's. Absolutely. That's what it comes down to. There's all kinds of different information out there. It's just not knowing which information applies to you at a particular time. You could watch a a rebuild video a thousand times, and it might not tell you exactly how you're supposed to put this one part in there, where you can talk to one of our experts, and they'll tell you and show you. I'll send you a picture from a rebuild that I did last week or something like that, and this is exactly where that goes and how this works or something, you know. Uh, we definitely try to provide as much information and and uh, um, access as possible. Priceless, Mark. Have you uh, has anything come from a uh, part of the world you didn't expect? Have you gotten any people asking you something from Kazakhstan or from Tahiti or someplace another part of the world uh, that uh, surprised you? Maybe a car that um, a brand or a strange car that you had not heard of. Yeah, there's. A lot of different cars, I guess, that I haven't heard of before from different parts of the world. Uh, some of the Sandins and the Holdens, and um, I, I guess I can't think of anything right off the top of my head, but uh, we see all kinds of stuff from Europe and, and uh, Asia and Australia. We get a lot of questions in from our mates there in Australia. But, uh, yeah, there's so many different cars out there, so many different uh, systems and functions and features that uh, different markets have that uh, there's a lot of uh, stuff that uh, is maybe a first glance, if you will. Great. Keeps it interesting. Like, well, I've never seen that. I've never seen that before. Uh, some of the parking aid systems that they have in Europe are pretty interesting. Uh, there's there's one or maybe some of them where the hood will pop open and actually bump a pedestrian out of the way of the car uh, in a <laughs> sidewalk. God. Thanks for uh, sharing that. Made, so me ch- all, made me laugh. That's funny. <laughs> all, oh, all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. Hey, uh, Mark. Um, before we go, I have to put you on the spot a little bit. Um, since you're involved in this, for no, it's it's all it's all in fun, and we'll have a good time with it. Through the years, have you changed what kind of vehicles you own? Since you know cars literally backwards and forwards and inside and outside, what uh, what vehicles do you drive? Are you a collector? Do you stick to one kind? Fill us in a little bit of, about your um, personal driving. Well, I've always had um, a, a bit of a fleet of cars. Um, a bit of a fleet, boy, from, that's an open-ended thing. Well, Go right ahead. <laughs> may, well, anywhere usually from two to five cars at a certain time with maybe a motorcycle or, a, you know, an ATV or something, a four-wheeler thrown in Sure. If, uh, if I can get one or so. But, yeah, maybe a small fleet of cars from, uh, let's see, I've got a Ford Escape, a Mustang. I've got a Ford Torino right now, a 74 Torino. I picked up an Alpha, um, Alfa Romeo Spider, a 78, a little bit ago that I'm working on. And Great. a Contour SVT. I guess I've got mostly Fords right now, but uh, I've had a couple Priuses over the last couple years. I had a Camry Hybrid. Um, boy, there's a truck sitting outside there that I want to pick up and put an engine in. All kinds of different projects, I guess, going on. 
Uh, I've gotten more into the hybrid and the electric vehicles since working with Just Answer and, um, well, with uh, Ford and Chrysler uh, while they've been, you know, developing these different vehicles and the Teslas and stuff like that there. So my tastes or um, uh, uh, preferences are kind of moving towards the the hybrids and the uh, full electrics at this time. I'm trying to get uh, involved in the conversion um, <clears throat> the conversion uh, um, area, uh, if you will, I guess, uh, you know, converting the gas cars into the uh, electrics with uh, battery packs in the back and maybe a, a washing machine or a generator motor. Wow. Good yeah, for you. I'd like <laughs> but, to, uh, uh, we'll, I got a, we'll old, see how that goes. I, I got an old 59 bug that I'd like to convert over to electric, but right now the, the conversion kits are pretty pricey. I suspect they the, are, the price will come down. I'm, I'm thinking. I think it will. It'll be. Well, everybody's doing what they can, I guess, with fuel prices and stuff. I'm sure that we'll start seeing like the electric bicycles start coming back. I don't know if they have those in your guys's area. We see quite a few of them up here in the uh, northwest, anyway. Uh, in the summertime, of course, you know they'll get the gas little gas engine or electric bicycles out uh, pretty soon here again, and. Um, uh, you know, I think uh, just the uh, the once the price comes down and everybody's kind of getting into it and doing it enough, you know, the prices will come down, and uh, it might even be a new era uh, era or a form of hot rodding too. You know, I mean, these electric motors get all kinds of torque, and man, they're smoking all the gas cars. You know, a Tesla will beat up on a Demon any day of the week, so sure. it might be a kind of a new form of a uh, new form of hot riding for us. That's an interesting point. Um, Mark, I'm just looking through um, more information about Just Answer, and I, I see this has 10 million members. That's an amazing amount of members. Um, it just says, join over 10 million members who save money versus in-person appointments. So that makes perfect sense to me. As, and as you mentioned, 24-7, connect from any device, no driving across town or wasted time in a waiting room. Um, it just the more I know, the more, without laying it on too heavy, the more it makes perfect sense. You pay a subscription you have an area that you want to know about we have a new puppy at home so i'm thinking i have to subscribe now to a to a vet and uh, we have all kinds of questions with a new dog at home so it makes perfect sense to me to go home and subs- subscribe uh, not to you but um to a, one of your colleagues in the in the veterinary world that'll be great oh yes sir we'll get you into the veterinary category and then over into the carpentry category <laughs> so that you can uh, build build up a dog house and uh, you'll be all set there. It's pretty awesome how it works out there. You can ask any question that comes to mind uh, in our categories there and get an, in, uh, an answer uh, as quickly as possible. Uh, you can learn and pick up all kinds of information, whatever it is that you're, what, uh, you're looking for. Hey, Mark, we, uh, we want to say again that we've been speaking with Mark Odell. He is an automotive expert with Just Answer. And uh, please uh, check out the site. It's the more you look, the more you find one of those kind of websites, the more you like it. So, Mark, thank you very much for your time today and uh, appreciate all your knowledge and uh, hope that we can uh, speak again at some point. So thank you very much for being our guest today on the Weekly Driver Podcast. Oh, man, it's been my pleasure. I appreciate you guys. The podcast is awesome. Uh, keep up the great work. and Thanks for all you guys do. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, Mark. Take care. Bye now.